So this is Alex Grant of Power the Tribe Podcasts, and um, this is the first podcast. I'm here with Michelle Williams, and um, we're going to be discussing some of the things that are interesting her in her life these days. Um, while we have a glass of wine. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Alexander. <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> I'm great. Been having a great day, and I'm really glad to um, be sitting on this balcony in the beautiful Lily Pilly of Byron Bay, and mm. just um, after a nice thunderstorm, the the air feels quite crisp, and just feels like there's a freshness to it, and yeah, just yeah, great. Really feeling into that. So, um, I just want to find out because I know that you're very involved um, with your spiritual mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd like to just. Um, you know, I think our interest, our uh, listeners would be interested in in what it's like to have a spiritual mentor and what what um, how it helps, how it can help, how it helps you, and how it can help help them. So maybe you can just talk a little bit about your your um, journey. Yeah, why that. why I have a spiritual mentor? And yeah, and what it does for you. We're just taking taking a few steps back. I think just as far as life's concerned, I've always felt like that, uh, you know, there is another level to this world. Um, Brought up a Catholic, but, you know, don't really associate with that institution and structural um, way of organizing spirituality. Uh, And, yeah, I I, I guess I also felt, and I've always felt that I I have something big to um, fulfill in this lifetime, some big purpose and always felt like even though I, I strived a lot to get there and I've been in a lot of you know great places and great opportunities I've felt like I can never fully actualize um, that that purpose and you know and, and after spending so much time like pushing out you know being involved in like government and universities um, playing on the leading edge of innovation and startups and technology in Sydney uh, and then you know being connected to the politicians and um, the social impact people you know doing and wanting all this change uh, it just still felt like it was more of the same and I guess uh, after exhausting all the other options or just calling out for a mentor like that I needed I was ready to take it next level and somebody that I had been seeing as an intuitive reader and energy reader and somebody could see past lives and speak to my guides quite queerly uh, yeah she uh, offered a course that was uh, a one-year course uh, to become my energy mentor and the premise was that you know there's times when you do feel like uh, you're really close or you have this dream but you never feel like you get there and maybe it's actually um, you're blocked by all of this uh, your own, your own uh, energy is not flowing in your body and that could be due to your childhood trauma, um, could be to do with ancestral, um, could be to do with like blocks in your heart, um, blocks in your third eye uh, and you know f- using all of these techniques and programs and, and ways of um, clearing clearing that channel out so you can allow that divine flow in and you can be I mean, what, what does that all mean Michelle like we're talking about it's very esoteric what you're saying here like a lot of people wouldn't really understand um, blocks and chakras and divine flow and um, you know blocked energy how that relates to everyday life 
So how does that, you know, how is that practical? How does that, um, you know, on a, on a mundane sort of based um, thinking? Uh, well, I think, I mean, this is why, you know, when I came to Byron, I was very connected with uh, Byron Spirit Fest because of a lot of the techniques and practices that she was teaching me was pretty much like a three-day intense kind of journey of everything my energy mentor have been doing and it's things like breath work it's things like doing yoga it's things like um doing some ancestral healing um getting in touch with some ritual around certain indigenous cultures you know all these things that we know um like doing mirror work um getting in touch with your divine feminine um you know doing some stamping and some screaming to let the anger out so it, does it, she guide you through these yeah, practices? Is that yeah. a, or she, does she diagnose you? It's not really you know, a diagnosis. It's not like your 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 throat chakra is, is blocked with some ancestral trauma. Well, the way we'd um, do it was each month we'd go through and there'd be a particular um, focus on a particular chakra. Right. So if you look into and and a couple of years before that, I'd I'd picked up Caroline Miss Miss and her book uh, Anatomy of the Spirit. And it really talks about how connected to the body and all the physical ailments are to uh, your chakras. And when she looks at the chakras, she looks at how the chakras actually mirror all the um, all the religions. And right. there's mirrors in the Jewish religion and the um, Catholic and, and like the sacraments, and right. um, that that all correlates to the chakras. So it's stuff that we've been practicing or doing um, as a society um, with our rituals and the way that we've um, initiated ourselves um, throughout the ages. So it's just a, 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 a guided process of going through and clearing that. So like things like when you go to your base chakra, um, that's very much about your tribal connection, um, how you're connected to your, with your family, how you feel that you fit into your country, um, you know, and the, things like patriotism and war and um, how, how you're... Um, you know, even connected in a football um, tribe, like right. those are the kind of you know traits that come up. Right. Um, but you know, your sense of identity and your social norms, because I know that when I was growing up, that especially being in a Catholic environment and in a as a woman in a Catholic environment and in a patriarchy, that you know, you felt the patriarchy um, so prevalent. So that there was a lot of uh, a lot of structures that were stopping me from um, or, or trapping me or just uh, limiting my beliefs of myself okay. or yeah and then things like um, in my you know my power center which is the third chakra up it's just um, in your like just below or in the middle of your breastbone um, and just talking about like I know I've stepped into my power a lot and used that chakra a lot I used to do my Muay Thai I was trying to be a um, like amateur um, boxer to get get up in the rings and the stadiums at the and the um, the RSL clubs and I know I was stepping into that power but by only working from that center I wasn't balanced in the rest okay and so I, you know I, I want what everyone else wants and that's to be happy and that's to be um, you know not content but just um, feeling like uh, I am connected to something you know you look at the world now and we are living in our fears and and we are um quite anxious and we we know that a lot of the choices we make as a society are unhealthy um but how do we shift that and how do we empower ourselves to get out of that and and that was my so quest. how do we well i think the thing is 
it's um it is about going through a program like this. It is about. Okay, so what have you got? What 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 changes have you noticed within yourself within um, since you've been doing this? Was it a couple years? Yeah, I mean, the first time I, I started this was 2015, um, and in that time, I've I, I, I remember the first the start of it was releasing a lot of anger, and that was a, a big thing for me, a lot of suppressed anger. Um, and then I, I just started picking up a, a whole heap of projects that took me on to doing this great festival that I did in Sydney, which is a massive startup innovation festival um, that I ran myself with about five other people. Um, that was while I was doing the program, and that was um, with her like support and guidance um, with my energy um, and. Uh, and then, yeah, and then after that, just going deeper and deeper into um, trauma or things that were really stuck, sticking me. Because I think, uh, you know, it, people, I know, I know my friends or when I have issues with my friends, it's not the call that I get pissed off with. It's usually they have some fear or insecurity or block or avoidance. And that is what causes them trouble. And what would happen if you get the skills to kind of clear that or, or be from that authentic self so that you can have awareness around that. Mm. And I, I, that's what she was really um, helping me with. Um, so then, yeah, my, my period after that festival, um, it brought up a lot of stuff because I realized power dynamics that I um, gave away a lot of my power. So um, the second year of my course was really about um, unpacking all of the structures that society, that my family, which has a very oppressed um, feminine uh, in it, um, letting go of all that structure, letting go of the, um, you know, the, the lack of belief in my worth and just really stepping out of that. And, mm. um, and yeah, and, and by, I, I, just, I just surrendered and I just fully trusted where universe would take me and uh and so i i remember you know at my my se second year after my second year kind of like um i i finished up with her for a while because it was such a massive shift for me it took me a while to it took me pretty much a whole year to recalibrate from those first two years um but then in that time i did um go leave sydney and sydney was my home and sydney's i'd spent seven years building up a massive network of all these movers and shakers in sydney and across Australia and I just let it all go and um, yeah made my way up was headed towards Brisbane um, and ended up in Byron and I just remember being in Dogo at Waterfall Way near Bellingen and um, seeing this woman wearing this blues fest shirt and just kept having in my head Michelle you need to go to Byron you need to go to Byron you need to go to Byron it was just like this constant thing of like they, they wouldn't let me like my guides my my sense my sense of purpose or my sense of direction when you say guides. guidance yeah have you spoken to guides before or had your guides kind of not with those names I mean I call it maybe intuition well I think but do you actually like personify certain guides like they're individuals yeah yeah so uh, and, and you know it, it depends on who you talk to about this um, some people I think have a well you're talking to me Okay, well, I'm talking to you. Um, well, I, my my experience of it yeah. is, um, you know, there's moments when you feel like you're about to step and you, you maybe like almost hit a bus and you feel this um, s sense of like stop or something pulling you back. I believe that's your guides and, and they step step and uh, are more powerful in those moments. But your guides. So how do you like speak to the guides? Well, I just want to speak to my energy mentor and um, the guides speak to the energy mentor. Yeah, yeah. So okay. she's. She's she, like the translator. Yeah, well, she she can hear them quite well. Okay. I, I think for her, 
Um, you know, she. So she give you advice? Yeah, she does. So if you have a question, you say, "What should I do?" And she says, "You should do this." Well, yeah, she picks up my energy. She can tell me if I'm going in the right direction or the wrong direction, or this doesn't okay. feel right. And my guides are kind warmer, of like warmer, cooler, cooler, cooler. <laughs> ice cold. Yeah, something like that. And and I guess my my experience or understanding or awareness of my guides as I've um, as I've grown into this is that they are. Um, they're, they're beings they may be um, past kind of you know my dad passed away and I feel like he's one of my guides um, you know and I have sensed him around so okay. um, and not not just now I mean it was one of my big spiritual experiences was to sense my dad like the days after he passed away wow. I really sensed him and I really um, there's this yeah I had this experience of this um, in River Beach having this big storm happen and just feel like it was his energy anyway we're digressing but um, as far as the guides are concerned, I feel like they do um, and they can um, point you in your direction, help you um, finding your um, your soulmate or help you um, finding your... Um, so do you pray to your guides? Yeah, you can pray to your guides. Um, I'm not saying you, I'm saying you. I do, yeah. Okay. But as moments, like it's it's more of a... So it's like a God energy. Yeah, universe energy, but it's not like there's a universe divine energy, which I feel like we all have, and that's our like our, pu- our purity of our divine love. So how does the guides? So guides uh, are actually people. like the Catholic See God that you grew up with. How yeah. do how does that idea differ from your guides? Well, guides aren't gods. You pray to them. Well, you pray to the universe. Okay, so you how surrender. does surrender? So my my prayers. Aren't Why is that different from God? Well, I guess it's um, you know, God is like looking at this um, person above you that you have to feel. I got a bit traumatized by the Catholic thing, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It right, right, right. Yeah, but I, it's it's a different. Like, I mean, the God is. You know, I don't think um, my Catholic upbringing would be really into guides, but no? when I've no, okay. no, but when I've done like deep meditations or when I've gone to Vipassana or I've. Um, you know, really, really feeling quite intuitive or quite tuned, or you know, done done some, um, you know, going to Crystal Castle Cave and getting really um, clearing out my intuition. Right. It's it's easy to feel them. It's easy to hear them. It's easy to know. So maybe it's a question of semantics, like God guides higher power. There's well, different names for the same energy. No. no. Okay. No, God, your God is is different. Your God, the way that the Catholics look at your God is that one being, like your Father, who's like this divine being that you have to bow to and obey. And if you do wrong, then you'll go to hell. Oh, okay, that's my. So guides would like send you to hell. No, but your guides are more. They might throw you in front of a bus, though. <laughs> they want what's best for you. Okay, good. But you got. It's not about. Um, so they're only good guides. Well, you can have some bad guides and can lead you in the wrong way. I know this, but um, <laughs> but that's maybe that's you and your choices, not really. <laughs> uh, and, and I think guides are just like some people that hitch along for the ride, and they can um, remind you you're going in the right direction, or try and shift you in another direction. Uh, and and they are presents that you always feel. And when I've um, seen my energy mentor, on my left hand side is my guides. On my right hand side is my ancestors, or my um, my dad who passed away, or my nana. I can sometimes feel them. Okay. Um, and then when I need that deeper kind of um, hearing from them, I'll speak to my mentor about that. But the mentor changed, and the mentor. Um, you know, when I first saw it, it was very much about 
um, speaking to the guides in that way and then it's turned more of into okay this is what you need to keep walking your path and clearing yourself I'm not going to talk about others I'm going to talk about you and um, where you're at in your journey and how I can help you um, manifest everything that you've dreamed of okay great and um, so so where are you going from here? What's the next so, step in your yeah, so evolution? I started again this year um, after that year break. I started again in April this year. And um, so I'm up to my sixth month with her now. Uh, and it's now about, um, it's it shifted. Whereas before it was like cleaning from the bottom up. Now it's from going from the top down. And like, um, you know, uh, two, two months ago, you know, it, it's really relearning things. So two months ago, it was my example and my experience of it was uh, the theme was puzzle room. And uh, the teaching was um, go to a puzzle room, which they have lots of them around the world. And you go in and you look at clues and you may um, try and uncover a case. Um, and it's all metaphoric for your own puzzle, for your own life. And the way that I um, saw my lessons in that, my issues um, and what's been stopping me from stepping into my power has been around power dynamics. And I was in a situation uh, working at a company just as a, a project and I could identify really quickly the, um, the unhealthy power dynamic that this person, this boss had. And I could really um, see it as a, as a puzzle room, not as something that I was lost in the story of and um, getting sucked it up into the chaos. And so, and, and having that reminder and, and then speaking to her about it, it was kind of like, okay, I'm not falling into that trap and that pattern that I've always fallen into, which is getting into this power dynamic and then trying to fight for my power back. I'm actually able to see that this is what I've done in the past and I won't do this again and I'm able to extract myself quite easily, do the release, you know, like I did all these releases after I realized what was going on and I told him, no, thanks, I'm not coming back to work with you. Um, I did the release ceremony, I cut the cords, you know, like I, I really um, stepped into it because it wasn't just about him, it was about the past patterns that I've gone into to give away my power. And, um, and then, you know, by doing that, then the next theme and, and last month's theme was, the theme was the high ropes. And the theme was very much about um, risk and letting go and just trusting that the universe has got you. And, you know, that our mind tries to solve things for us, but that is us getting trapped in ego. Yeah, I, I don't want to push it onto that. It's more just not allowing ourselves to be our fullest authentic selves that can manifest what we dream and I am still I feel like my old my old self was very much about push um, solve everything get in the boxing ring you know I've got this power and this assertiveness and I'm in technology and I know that's where everything's headed I'm just going to solve everything with my mind but my process at the moment is to let all of that go and just to really honor this process of um, finding, understanding myself and the way that I, um, that my, my behaviors or my choices, which are pre-programmed from that conditioning that I had when I was younger, and then how to step out of that and just rebuild it from a much more healthy, authentic, divine way that um, I, I know I'll feel much more fulfilled by. And I, I'm, you know, I think it's just still a battle for myself to, to, to stop 
trying to work it out with my head and just really slow down and listen um, to my own inner voice of what it is that I truly feel and I, st I still don't know the answer but I think part of it is because I've been trying to force the answer and um, but you know I've given myself enough space in Byron to be able to um, sustain myself and then you know get you know the other, the other theme is getting into nature and really connecting into nature and um, get, getting out of your head and just getting that softness and um, I, I have been working in the, the garden and, and on the veggie patch planting the seeds ready for what I will manifest and so um, I feel the richness of what I'm I'm cultivating uh, and I'm just still trusting still learning how to trust and let go and trust and surrender um, but that's part of my process and I'd much rather strengthen that than go and just jump into the same kind of pattern that I had before that won't lead me anywhere I'll be happy or content and it's worked for me so far in really opening me up and seeing and understanding myself that I, I just feel like trusting it a little bit longer will show me what I need to know Right, well, that's exciting. Mm. Sounds like you've uh, you found a very powerful um, mentor for you. That's really uh, opened up a lot of parts of yourself that you know you were looking for. Yeah, and I think that uh, you know I I don't know if she would work for everyone. I feel like what people need to do is call in what they need for themselves I think when I get to know her I mean there's a lot of parallels and a lot of similarities that I can see and I also you know she 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 when she started is like very clear you have to be willing to really put the hard work in and I I, I will like I will do anything to to go next level so um but you know your your guides and your mentor um you know you call in what you need and um trust that it'll come when it needs to and i was really calling it in i was really saying i need a mentor i'm ready for next level and she's she announced her program and i never expected it so yeah, yeah. wonderful well, that's that's exciting yeah it is so and then i just get to enjoy byron I want to learn surfing, I want to go a bit more horse riding, I want to cultivate my veggie patch, I want to get some more house parties going with some amazing DJs. Sounds like a really great life. And then, Sounds good. And then when... Um, Everyone come up to Byron. <laughs> no, 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 don't come to Byron because the traffic's too bad. It's too bad. <laughs> um, but then, you know, just whatever whatever uh, transpires or I, I, the seeds that I'm planting um, grow, I'm just really looking forward to nurturing and enjoying and having full gratitude for um, as my life continues to uh, reveal itself to me okay well thank you for being the part of this podcast this first podcast of power of the tribe and thank you uh, Alex for your spontaneity spontaneity and asking and uh, creating the space to be able to talk about it uh, because it is yeah something that I, I I'm really grateful for so thank you Okay, take care.